Hello, Cryptonauts, and welcome back to another episode of Cryptocurrency Chat, except this is the interview portion, version, whatever you want to call it. And we have a special guest today, CryptoQuoka from Crypto, uh, SkyHarbor.io, also co-founder of DuckPools.io, NFT Marketplace SkyHarbor on Erg, Ergo. This is really cool to see, see somebody, I mean, if nobody's heard of Ergo, I'm sorry you haven't yet heard of Ergo, <laughs> but uh, it is a pretty easy to mine coin and uh, it's also relatively affordable at this moment i think it's like a buck 60 right um in fiat if you're going to count it that way so i've uh let's see here we got um uh founder of i know i already said all apart uh developer of plenty of other ergo projects crypto quokka pardon me if i mispronounced that believes ergo can grow huge and so do we uh and the uh nft scene there will be to grow with it. And, I mean, hey, who's to say what the price is going to be coming up? And the price has been going up lately quite a bit on uh, uh, on the market. If you haven't noticed, I'll know Bitcoin is down a little bit lately. So, all right. Thank you, CryptoCoco, for joining us. We have the icebreaker question we would like to ask you. Actually, uh, see if you can answer this. The zombie apocalypse is coming. Who are the three people you want on your team for that apocalypse? Oh my god! Oh, uh, have to be people. Okay. <laughs> oh no! Off the bat, Master Chief, dude. Honestly, that's that's all I need. Um, <laughs> Master Chief. Who else? I'll get um, I'll get Shrek. I think he'd be a great zombie apocalypse. Yeah, Shrek. Shrek would be an awesome. Shrek and Donkey. Yes. Yeah, dude. Fuck it. Shrek and Donkey. Like obviously voiced by eddie murphy yep without that he's he's useless i think i think master chief alone would be enough but shrek would be an amazing team member i completely yeah. agree with that oh yeah in fact those Dude. two alone but then donkey would just scare him off because he's got dragon oh but that's a fourth character never mind oh uh, that's what, yeah that's a four <laughs> that we don't need dragon here i just need you know a good accomplice during the lonesome years in the apocalypse cool all right um I wish I was better versed on this uh, this document, John. You were you were uh, giving me up before has questions on an item. I'm not sure I'm aware of. Sure, I got it. I got it. I got it. All right. So you can, uh, cri- yeah. Crypto Quaka. You What's are up? the founder of Sky Harbor. Yeah. You've been you you've been the the, the founder mm-hmm. since day one and up to this point now, right? Here, yep. I want to know what you did prior to Sky Harbor. Let's talk about you before sky harbor and yes even crypto actually before even crypto if you don't mind oh yeah yeah of course um so i uh i was i graduated computer science and i got into like the workforce you know and i wasn't i wasn't really i wasn't feeling it too much i even prior to that I, i was working on startups and i'm i'm big in the startup scene i like uh I like building things that I guess m- millions of people could potentially use. So, yeah, I, I I got into like tech and all that with well working on startups. Uh I got into front end because I realized that's the easiest way. That's the you know, the only way to connect the user with the actual product. Yeah. Um yeah, um obviously you need the product to be like um like some sort of back end, so I I learned uh, in college and all that databases and and um, infrastructure and architecture and all that. So 
I I would just kind of think of ideas. I'd work on products. I'd 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 find. I found a co-founder, or a co-founder found me, and we we built a startup. It failed because it was uh it was an event-based thing, and then the pandemic hit. So that's when around uh, around when I got a job, I I was like <laughs> I wasn't feeling it, and that's when I got into crypto. And so I bought I bought Bitcoin, and what happened? I actually read the white paper first, and oh, that's beautiful. what beautiful. I was yeah. I was about to ask you that. Have you read Satoshi's white paper? And that's great. But uh, what I want to know is when was this all happening? When did this whole, you know, uh, orange pill happen? Yeah, actually, I bought Bitcoin in like 2017 and sold a bit before the top then. And I, w I just forgot about it. <laughs> but uh, then a couple okay. years later uh, in 2020 is when I guess I was like just indoors and I got curious. I read the Bitcoin white paper. I was I don't know. I, I heard a lot about it. I loved how short it was and how simple it it all is like it, it you don't need to have you know a computer science degree to really understand all of it obviously it helped me but it's short and sweet and it really sold uh, sold the idea and I, i've been reading stuff about globalization and how the world has become it, it sacrificed robustness for profit and speed and kind of uh uh yeah profit just cutting corners and with this world there it's more globalized people you know countries interact with each other much more and because of these countries they're like isolated entities they have their own individual laws uh it's it gets complex and you know the the laws are complex because it's written by humans and then it's in it's uh mediated by humans so i always thought we need to like reduce complexity in in the global infrastructure so we can you know we can increase trade between these countries. I guess cooperation is what I'm trying to say. And when I read Bitcoin and when I read about smart contracts, it, it hit me. It's like, that's how we reduce the complexity in, in the world is by removing humans. And not, I don't want to say remove humans, but get rid of all this like lawyer talk and just let code handle a lot of the the transactions here because we don't need somebody going in and out and, and and messing with things we just need something that's automated so that's how i got in smart contracts i, I kind of jumped a bit there but yeah i uh i saw bitcoin i i saw i actually saw huge i know i believe that africa w is going to be one of the next it's going to be like the richest continent in, bro, in, in eventually and bro, obviously I, I, i've yeah. said this in the past and i agree with you 100 people don't understand the 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 evolution that's about to happen in africa it's it's gonna be <clears throat> amazing and it's yeah us all. yeah yeah and that's that's what happened actually I, I i knew this or i thought this before i got into crypto and bitcoin because africa has you know the youngest population as well as uh the the most in, the highest increasing population while all these other countries you know developing or developed countries have already peaked basically in their population so you need obviously you need a working population and a young one who's affiliated with technology who knows technology to to really surpass that and not only that the continent doesn't have much infrastructure in banking as well as energy so they kind of can leapfrog all of the things that are holding back these developed countries. Because right now we have energy grids and stuff, but what if there's a better way to, to distribute energy that we can't do just because we already have all this you know, old infrastructure we've already built in the 60s? 
we're way off off of crypto here but uh, anyways i was in africa and then later yeah, yeah yeah later i found out about cardano cardano was focused on banking uh the unbanked in africa and so i was like what year was this this was early 2021 yeah early 2021 so the bull market's already started and that's when i you know i started listening to charles hoskinson a lot more i thought he was smart still think he's smart obviously and then he mentions ergo he mentions uh alex chapurnoy which is he was somebody who worked at iohk which is the kind of the parent company of cardano i guess one of the the companies and yeah he, he made a lot of research papers and he he's his favorite technologist which are bold words right and i wanted to invest in that <clears throat> so i looked into ergo i saw it was proof of work which i am a huge advocate for proof of work um i've i'm i'm like kind of a bitcoin guy i started off that way i got into nfts and ethereum and, and cardano nfts and all that because i i like smart contracts and uh, but at heart i really like proof of work because i love the fact that you can convert irl like real life energy stuff that we you know on earth that exists on earth into money or into digitalized money just digitalize energy basically <clears throat> and it's it's a philosophical thing like proof of stake i really don't know like you're not converting any i real life stuff into whatever i get it i get why people do it it's all game theory and and mathematics i i don't knock proof of stake but i just enjoy proof of work in that sense so when i found out ergo was proof of work uh, i dove in and it was a i think it was it was a good idea to invest in it because i invest in teams teams you know it's not the product it's it's the teams that make the product so i saw alex chapurno is uh you know an amazing developer favorite technologist etc he's really smart he's a smart russian guy and uh he's he's co-founder actually there was another guy who who helped found it but the more I looked into it, the more I loved it. I can keep going. I'm going to, you know, I will keep going. Next thing I found after diving into Ergo is, first of all, it, it ha it's capped at like 90-something million Erg. I used to know the exact number. I don't anymore. But, uh, yeah, it's something like that. Only 4.5% is allocated to the team. And, yeah, that's it had good tokenomics. I was into it. It had high inflation at the time. I think mining, uh, mining it was, it gave a lot out, so price could drop or whatever but i didn't care about that too much because i found ErgoScript. i found ErgoScript after wanting to get into cardano smart contracts and then finding out that plutus and haskell are extremely difficult like because I, I i code all the time but haskell is a different it's it's a different beast uh, have you ever do you guys code at all uh i tinker with it i was a lamp yeah. stack developer for a decade Okay. All right. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, you you fucking know. Um, but Haskell is like basically discrete mathematics and code. And I like discrete math. I just don't want to code in it. I didn't bother. I was thinking it'd take me like months to learn Haskell before I could even dive into Plutus. I found ErgoScript, which is a smart contract language on Ergo, and it's so simple. It's so simple. You don't even need to set up a developer environment. You basically just write. Uh, you write a function which is it's scala based so it's if you know scala 
it helps. I didn't know it, but you don't even need to know it to get into it because it's it's pretty simple. Like th think JavaScript, but mm. you can't make you can't make lets. You can only make consts, so everything is immutable. Every variable you make, um, and it's the same as Cardano because it's in a sense that it's EUTXO. We don't this. They're not smart contracts per se that execute stuff. They're validators. So. Uh, the smart contract is just a validator that outputs to either true or false. Let's say I build a script. It's a simple one that says, if address equals this, then they can take out money from, from this smart contract. You know, if A equals A. Or, yeah, if A equals B. I don't know. Um, <laughs> and yeah, so it validates. Uh, if it validates to true, it outputs the, the money. If it validates to false, they don't. They can't do anything. The transaction doesn't go through. So I don't know. I was really interested in that stuff. And I think I think the simpler, the better. <clears throat> if you can make simple smart contracts, which they did, and they work well. And I, I believe it's more secure because it's proof of work. People could argue me, with me on that, but uh, they have different characteristics. But it's a proof of work smart contract concept that they simplified. And then since it's so simple... It's going to introduce more developers to the space because the barrier to entry is much lower. And that means more more developers means more dApps. More dApps means more users. So there's, uh, you know, you can think of eventual growth there. Yeah, that's my that's yeah. my rant, I guess. Access, that that awesome. wasn't... <laughs> you you use of access. That was the podcast, and until next time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, ease of access makes it all, all that much easier for people to get. I think the thing I noticed there's a lot of a lot of coins, a lot of uh, networks out there. Tron was one of the ones that I've been following a lot for a while, mm -hmm. and there's an immense amount of development on it. But it's like, but what are people doing? Right? Is is there something that's actually going on here? And you guys, if you if you figured out from how easy ergo is to use and access and program on. And you're thinking, I guess we just need more ideas, more, more interactivity, more people getting into this space and seeing how amazingly cool it is. Because mm -hmm. honestly, to build NFTs on most any network, except, I mean, we, we learned about it recently with ordinals, how these guys are, you know, they don't call them NFTs, they call them inscriptions, but on Bitcoin of all things, yeah. it's not super no. complicated. It's just, it, they made it they made it seem complicated john had a very interesting time with that but <laughs> it's uh <laughs> it the uh, barriers to entry are low with ergo so that you'd think more people would get into it so it's great yeah i mean it's an, definitely an assumption you don't know anything yet um i i, I don't know much about tron but ordin or ordinals i don't know what ordinals are i think it's funny actually i just found out the other day that in utxo um uh, a token with an emission of one, which is an NFT, is called a singleton. They call them singletons in EUTXO. So uh, it's probably not the same on Bitcoin, but just found out. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's it definitely needs to, you definitely need to reduce the barrier to entry. But it's also like, okay, Tron, I don't know anything about it. Let's say, let's let's make one up called Prawn. Prawn is, <laughs> is, a, is a blockchain with an easy smart contract language. Uh, and pe pe they want people to build there. That's not the only thing you need. You all you need 
something that's going to last a while because people don't want to settle into a blockchain that's going to eventually just collapse and all their work is gone, right? Exactly. So uh, that's what I like about Ergo is that they're they're focusing on decentralization first before anything. They uh, there's no VCs, there's no uh, ICO or pre mining. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. They're just focusing on stability and not just being crushed in the long term. And I respect that, and I will gladly contribute to that blockchain. I would say getting getting ERG, for one, is mining it's really, really easy to do. And then, uh, because it's also, you can mine it on almost any kind of uh, GPU, even old GPUs, like really old yeah. GPUs. And to me, the reason, I mean, I'm not trying to enter the reason I even got into Doge and Litecoin is like Bitcoin wasn't as easy to find. And it wasn't even harder to find Litecoin and Doge. Really? But I still wanted some. So I couldn't buy it. That was the reason. So I just mined it. And you can easily mine ERG. And then you can easily trade ERG. The thing that, mm-hmm. that I, I find in general is whether or not the, the network is easy to access for people. People can go out and pay with a credit card and don't have to pay a massive fee. And they can get the coin and then go take it to the coin, and it transfers quickly. Then you're you're one and done. It's just trade, do what you want, get get the mm-hmm. NFTs you want, build the systems you want. It's that much faster, or it's really easy to do. So, I love that. I love that. I will point out. Okay, yeah, I I, I should get on that topic actually. Uh, ergo is anti what's it not anti-asic but it's asic proof so yeah. Yeah. you can't mine it with an asic it's meant for at-home gpus yep. which is why they're like which is which helps in decentralization because exactly. obviously more computers yep. uh lower barrier not worrying about people so getting in massively mining the crap out of it with asics that's, that's yeah. yeah yeah exactly um honestly see i've actually thought of about that a, a lot before like an asic is an application specific ic i don't know what ic means but application specific item all right it, it mines whatever uh specifically eventually there would be asics for ergo right it would just be heavily gpu based rather than than well, cpu based fpga most likely uh then it's going to be uh asic because it it, it ASICs are very simple, and if you have any complexity at all to it, you're going to have to pass through multiple ASICs for it to make sense at all. It would be possible, but if if anyone's going to change the chain the chain at all, like we were we were fans of Dynamo, and the guy who created Dynamo deliberately made it harder. And so, yes, it's definitely GPU specific, uh, uh, specific okay. rather. But, and at one point you could do CPUs, but not anymore. Um, and you can kind of do FPGAs because they're programmable, right? But once an ASIC's set, you can't change it. So if, if the developer decides what we're going to change or, you know, vote to change, whether or not this is different, <clears throat> no one's going to make an ASIC for it. <laughs> so yeah, that's true. Uh, fortunately. Oh, yeah, that. That's a good point. Um, er- Ergo is along that path, so we, we, no one's going to make an ASIC. I mean, all right, some yeah. crazy person might try to do it, but no one's going to really <laughs> l- realistically. No, Bitmain's not going to try to do it. You know, uh, none yeah. of uh, Innocentilkin. They're just they're not even going to bother. Okay, see, I'm not a miner, so you are, you know more than me on this. Like, I'm glad glad you said that. I I don't. Um, I don't know what an FPGA is, but I, I'm I understand that Ergo is. Uh, Fortunately, I think they can do 
forks easily to to avoid exactly. if mm-hmm. yeah to avoid that yep to avoid yeah. it yeah so yeah FPGA is basically like I mean it's not it's not equal to an ASIC but it's like a programmable ASIC so okay interesting all right cool. yeah uh, I do want to backtrack just because we we he went through so much like nonstop <laughs> and I don't want to interrupt you because there's a lot of information that came out there which is good. I like that. I like when guest speakers come on and just just talk, just their experiences overall. Uh, so just to just to uh, recap, you you went to college, you studied computer science, you graduated, uh, and then you 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 had a startup, correct? And uh, that didn't work out. But you know what? The things about startups and failing, there's lessons in there to be learned, right? You can't oh yeah. Mess, you, you you have to fail at many things and in order to learn lessons from them valuable lessons life lessons and that's how and eventually you'll end up succeeding you know if you just continue to pursue it right for sure later on as as time went on in 2017 uh, you uh you got into the whole uh, uh bitcoin the, uh, the you you were orange pilled in 2017 you no, the, no 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 that was in 2020 uh 2017 is when i just bought and sold <laughs> that's uh okay, yeah okay, okay okay so but okay so okay let's, let's, well then hold on a second so 20 yeah 2017 you bought and sold you you wrote that where you just uh were you just a fomo guy where you just you just come in just bought it you sold it and you didn't really care about the, the tech or looking even into it or what's what's the backstory on that like, i i Bitcoin? i don't know i really don't i don't remember it was all a, a blur <laughs> i had some some say i was still in college at the time Trust me, bro, yeah. 2017, I remember it was a blur to me as well because I watched <laughs> that thing go up and I watched that thing go down. I was like, what happened? There was literally no advancement in, in the Bitcoin protocol at the time. All it was just media just uh, echoing each other and people just started getting into it. And I was like, what? what is going on? Why is everybody in? Like, I've been in this for years and, you know, all of a sudden the media takes a hold of it and it just mm-hmm. goes up. But what is going on? When is it going to stop? Oh no, it's going down. When is it going to stop? <laughs> Wait, so you were there for 2017. Did the same thing happen in 2019 and 2020 as well or do you think it was already kind of, you know, in in the mainstream media Bitcoin or oh, Yeah, yeah, it... yeah, yeah, 2019, 2020, yeah. It was already a part of part of the media culture. 2017 was what really really pushed into into uh I guess um you would call it general people. Yeah. Oh yeah, I was I was general people at the time. I I straight up just I think my dad told me about it, and he didn't even invest. But I, I was I was. What? I, what does your dad do? How does he know about Bitcoin? Ah, uh, he just has friends that mention it. It's nothing crazy. It's like, it, yeah, he he didn't okay. know much about it either. But I I knew about Dogecoin, which is a funny. I knew about Bitcoin for a while, but I mined Dogecoin back in 2014. But it was oh, just like. Cool me just hanging out with my friends and I, we had our laptops we just got done gaming <laughs> and we were that's, like hey that's what people would do man that's what people would yeah. do right yeah yeah so the, yeah. a couple of years go by and around 2020 and continue on with your life story in 2020 sure. you decided to get back into crypto and you, that's this is when you're orange pilled when you actually took yeah. the time to read satoshi's white paper uh which is like the holy grail of crypto in my opinion now, I believe agree. everybody that's in the crypto space should take a few minutes. It does. It's not. It's not a whole novel. It's I think eleven pages at most. You know, take a few minutes out of your day, read Satoshi's white paper to understand what peer-to-peer transactions is all about and mm-hmm. why decentralization is very important to to the ecosystem globally. And you oh. uh, you took the time to read it. It was simple and understandable. And uh, 
help you understand more or less what smart contracts are about. Uh, that's questionable. Um, only you don't learn smart contracts in the in the Bitcoin white paper. No, I, I learned yeah. about smart contracts a little bit after. Um, mm -hmm. Like, let's say I got into Bitcoin in like, I would say September, August 2020. And then okay. I bought it. I was just chilling around. Price price went up. Six months later, I, you know, I have some money left over. I, I dove more into the crypto space. I was very much into Bitcoin, but I was like, "There's, there's got to be more to this." So I go online. I actually found NFTs, and I thought it was an interesting concept that people could buy and sell artwork online, and <clears throat> it made sense because I, I thought art, like. It, it was uh, it was Ethereum. I started getting into it in, okay. on Nifty Gateway because they have a good on ramp you can yeah, put yeah, in your yeah. credit card. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, it, I thought artwork in the modern world, or not in the modern world, in the like in in the real world, is you're an artist, you make some art on a canvas, and then you sell it to the locals. I thought NFTs as doing that, except your audience is global like it's the, the internet world. it's the Absolutely, world yeah man. so yeah not limited at all and that's what that was my conviction on it and i still think that's the case i think <clears throat> i think it's a case of building your audience more so than um than i don't know like uh set, setting up galleries and, and all that stuff for the for the art world but that that delves us into the world of sky harbor which i guess we haven't uh -huh. even talked about yet which is funny sure. But <clears throat> yeah, I wanted to go uh, there, but there was one person you kept mentioning. You kept mentioning uh, Charles Hoskinson. Yeah. And, and 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 how did you find about Charles Hoskinson? And 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 how did you end up on Ergo, considering that you know Charles Hoskinson is you know he 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 started off with uh with uh Ethereum. Sorry, I almost forgot Ethereum, and, and then now he's over at Cardano. But uh -huh. now, how did you follow him? And, and ended up at Ergo. Yeah, I mentioned it earlier, but I said it pretty fast. But I, I got into, I had this whole theory about about Africa doing doing very well in the future, and I wow. found a TED talk of Charles Hoskinson, and he mentioned literally all of my thoughts about how there is a population of of a billion people that still need <clears throat> that still need you know access to financial infrastructure, and uh, and that's that's. Uh, he would start in Africa. So that's what got me into Charles Hoskinson and Cardano. But um, like I said, he in a in some interview or some he does a lot of these like he talks into the camera and, and yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah, I don't, yeah. I love those things, man. They're great. They're, they're good. I don't listen to them as much as before, but uh, they're good when they're good. Um, and he mentioned Alex Chapurnoy, which is the founder, the co-founder of Ergo. And the, and he said it's his favorite technologist, like the best guy in crypto in technology or like developing wise. And I'm like, those are fucking bold words from a man I respect. So I had to look into it. And when I found out it was proof of work, I found out the tokenomics, I found out the smart contracts, uh, et cetera, et cetera. I, I was just I dove in. And not only that. <clears throat> the community is is amazing. It's astounding. Right, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So in your eyes, why in your eyes why did you choose Ergo over other blockchains? I mean, Ethereum was already ramping at that time. Why not? Why not build a marketplace there? Ah, uh, that's a good question. I think it was just. I think I found Ergo early in my crypto like 
ex escapades. And so I just stuck with it because I, I liked it so much and I'm still enjoying it. Why would I go anywhere else? But I knew I, there was Ethereum. I tried learning Solidity uh, until I realized that, like, I don't know. I, I, didn't, I didn't like it too much. It didn't feel like... I'm talking out my ass right now. No, I, I just didn't. You made a good point yeah. earlier how much easier Ergo is to use. So, if you're fine, if yeah. you get into a, a language, regardless of what it's based on, um, I, I started on yeah. C. I hated C in the, in the early oh, days. Oh, that's so the I, worst, man. When I when I'm I discovered so PHP and and um, MySQL and and uh, you know programming there, I was like, wow, this is so much easier. Because I mean, at least <laughs> when I see an error, you know, in debugging, um, it just prints out on the screen. The problem I always have with C was that you get to one error, but you don't know how many other errors there are. <laughs> and, <laughs> yeah, after it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And so all the all the errors were just dumped on the screen because PHP is all just all web-based. It was so much easier to me. So I, I love yeah. PHP programming. So it sounds to me like the reason you dug into Ergo is because <laughs> it was just easier. <laughs> yeah, like, dude. I, I, you're fucking path right. And not of only least that. resistance. <clears throat> yeah. I mean, it's funny that you're mentioning PHP as the easier language because I actually also hate PHP, but that's because I'm a front-end <laughs> developer. Yep, and I yep. and I, I do the latest whatever the fuck has just come out, React 8.0 or whatever. Yep. But um, actually, what I do think, that that's number one, but number two by a very close margin is gas fees. I yeah. literally just could not afford even testing on yep. Ethereum. Yep. And um, obviously there's a test net, but... Um, I didn't, I don't know. I just didn't like gas fees at all. Like at the time they were huge when I got into it. It was in like yep. January or, fe or February of 2021 and mm -hmm. gas fees were already at like $50. Yep. And then it just went up more to a hundred, $200 yep. later on. We were very, and, very much aware of that crap. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. And okay. I need to mention this. Ergo doesn't have gas fees. Like it, you don't need gas fees and it's because Ethereum does the whole transaction on-chain, building the transaction and then executing it on-chain. Yep. But with Ergo and EUTXO in general, so Cardano as well, you build the transaction off-chain, you send it on-chain, and then the validators just check if it, if it uh, comes out as true or false. True, it goes on the chain. False, it doesn't. Yep. It's that simple. You so, don't... Yeah. From what I understand, so it's, it, 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 it's, it's E-list, pretty much. It's ASIC proof, and it utilizes transactions off-chain. It sort of sounds like uh, Bitcoin Lightning, you know, doing all the transactions off-chain, and then before you, uh, you 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 go back onto main chain, you have validators just verifying that the uh, the outputs are correct before uh, before you go back on chain. Correct. For, for I submitting. I don't want to say it's the same thing as Lightning. You can have Lightning on Ergo. Mm -hmm. It's possible, which is super cool, and I want it to happen. I, I, I'm trying to uh, talk it up, so maybe we get some developers on that. But, yeah, it, it's um, you can have off-chain transactions kind of interacting, and then you can move them on-chain. But when I mean that you build the transactions off-chain and then send them on, um, I, I guess I mean... Okay, I, you're right. You're totally right. But w what I'm trying to say is that uh, is it, it's expensive to yeah. calculate and compile a transaction on chain. Like that's why that's why the complex. Like that's why trading a token for Ethereum is much more expensive than trading ETH or sending ETH. You know, mm -hmm. you don't have to compile anything or, exactly. or build anything. Yeah. 
Um, why not just do it off-chain and then, like, if it compiles, it compiles and then it gets checked if it's true or false. If it doesn't compile, it's not even going to show up at all in the mempool. Right. It can't even be read, but, yeah, like, uh, it just made more sense to me. EUTX, UTXO in general, input-output transactions, it actually kind of makes less sense because account-based modeling is, is like banks, right? It's it's simple. That's what I would have thought of if I was going to, if I was you know, going to make a, a token like a ETH. I would have thought of the same thing. All right, here's an account. You subtract and then add values from it. But with EUTXO, what's yeah. up? Simple, right? Yeah. It's, yeah, but it's the calculated, it, it costs more work to change the entire state of the blockchain than it is to just mm -hmm. output, uh, output a, a number and then implicitly, like, imply that this amount has changed. You know what I mean? Like... On Ethereum, I have $10 and I send a transaction. It says, all right, Crypto Quaka loses this much. Blockchain John gains this much. Um, or subtract from Crypto Quaka's account. Add to Blockchain John's account. Instead of that, with UTXO, it's like Crypto Quaka has an input transaction of X amount. And then Blockchain John has an out output transaction of plus X amount. It's implied that I lost you know, that X amount and you gained it. I don't, you don't have to calculate or change the state. So I don't know. I, I think it's very smart what Ergo and uh, all these, all the researchers at IOHK have done with EUTXO um, to allow, I mean, I that's can, uh, Bitcoin. I can but... definitely hear the passion that you have for, for uh, Ergo. That's great, man. Yeah. Let's, let's take, let, all right, Quacko, let's, let's take some time to talk about what we're actually here for now. All right. Let's <laughs> talk about Sky Harbor at skyharbor.org. True. <laughs> I am actually showing uh, your website now um, on Twitch. Let's go oh, okay, over cool. this real quick. Let's see what we have here. I'm going to just scan through the page just to show the viewers what we got going on here. Right. Go right off bat. Big words, Sky Harbor, buy and sell NFTs. Welcome to the premium NFT marketplace on the Ergo blockchain. Buy and sell NFTs with ease. You scroll on down, you start to see the, 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 the top collection. You got number seven, No Rally Rain. Recently listed, you can see a bunch of, uh, let's see, cyber citizens uh, that are listed there, mini drops. Let's see, Degen Divers. Scrolling on down some more cyber citizens. Yep. And if you want to view the entire marketplace, there it is. And up on the top right corner, you do have a, a, a little... A button that you can click to link your <coughs> wallet. I would All say right. compare yeah. this favorably to uh, another block or uh, blockchain that we're quite from. John and I are quite familiar with is Ravenist. I was thinking that it's like, oh yeah, this oh, this is familiar. This looks a lot like what I've seen before. <laughs> <laughs> so let me let me ask you, welcome. What what gave you the inspiration to create a marketplace? Oh, well, I was just in the Ergo NFT space, you know, buying uh, buying NFTs on the auction house. And the auction house, I didn't like the UI. I love that how it was built and what it stands for and the smart contracts behind it. I looked into a lot, um, but it was just kind of lunky and not user friendly. So, yeah. and it's also only auctions and mm -hmm. there's an instant buy price that's optional for auctions but what they do is what artists do is they usually set that way higher yep. so people actually bid up to that instant buy price and yeah. that affects volume so i thought this space needs an instant buying and selling yes. of transactions yes. of, of nfts yeah so you can actually set the market rate without mm -hmm. having an auction to, to exactly. set it exactly i saw a, a need for it 
and the need was for me. I was like, I want this. So I, uh, <laughs> I contacted some, some ergo people that I know and, and love and they're real, they're amazing developers. Um, Crassus Blazin is the smart contract developer and, and hazy, you know, he's the back end, he's the goat. Uh, and so we built it out. It was actually, we were going to build it out, but we thought let's do it on like Ergo Hack, which is a hackathon they do. I think it was the third one. So we can have other people with us. You know, it's inspirational. There's also mentors if we have any questions. <clears throat> we didn't have too much, but we built it out and then we released it and we're, we're still running through. We're still adding features. You know, right off the bat, just going to the, just my first impression is the website is beautiful just straight up man thank like, you like not even of course it's giving you credit but even if i didn't know you just straight up just going to this website and i go wow this is actually really nice i like the way things are organized it's that's yeah. it's easy to that use not yeah it's easy, it's easy to use there's slim simplicity here it's not like it's overwhelming like whoa where do i click what do i do no it's yeah. simple. there it is there, it's yeah. not complicated no. That's what I'm going for, man. Simplicity is key. And like I said, I just want to reduce the amount of complex complexity in this world. And uh, there's a buy button. There's the NFTs there. There's the con collections. There's the button to connect your wallet. It does get kind of convoluted and, and confusing once, like, let's say you're not in Ergo and you have to download the wallet. Right. And then, you know, do all that stuff. But once you're past that, it's pretty easy. Once you have Erg in your wallet. Yep. Okay, so I see you have a co-founder here. Uh, was it Kasavis? Kasavis? Krasavis Blazin or Blazin. They're all Blazin. anonymous. So. And then you have a Taco here, blockchain back Supreme. Back end dev. <laughs> Supreme. Yeah, Supreme Dacos. He's new. He's our new back-end dev. He's amazing. He's been contributing a lot lately. I, uh, Yeah, I'm, I'm very glad he's on the team. That's right. So is it, is it just you three that are just working on Sky, Sky Harbor? Um, There's a... There's a there's a fourth, but uh, there's been some some anonymous issues that w they need to kind of go low key for now. So okay. that's that's perfectly fine. There's we've had a lot of people on the podcast. I like to keep like that. That's mm -hmm. perfectly fine. That's not that's not an issue. We understand, man. It's the crypto space. Yep. Yep. Uh, um, but yeah, like it's just a small, dedicated team. You don't need a, a big team to really do you know crazy things. So uh, yeah, I mean. I think I think we've gotten pretty far with what we have and our features that are coming up is uh, they're going to I think they're they're already going to be better than a lot of other, you know, big chains. Big what would chain you say is your competitor main competitor for uh, Sky Harbor? Our main competitor? I see when I think of Sky Harbor, I think we're competing with the entire space. Like obviously right <laughs> now we're not really competing, but our competitor would be Ergo Auction House for now, but that's an auction house and it's not the same. Right. You um, buy if option. You, yeah, if, if you're thinking more similarly, uh maybe jpeg.store hmm. on Cardano. Okay. Um yeah, where people say we're the jpeg.store of Ergo, but <laughs> it's it's there's there's um they have a lot more money than us, so yeah. <laughs> I don't want to. I don't want to piss them off. Right. Let's uh, let's just say eventually we'll have a lot of features and we'll be able to build these features faster than our competitors because of the beauty of Ergo and ErgoScript. So it's feel, not. Yeah. Do you feel like a lot of your uh, buyers are just people from like Discord channels for Erg, or are are you getting people randomly just from anywhere and not necessarily Erg people? 
Oh, right now it's mainly Erg people. I'll say okay. that. But if people do want to get into Ergo NFTs, you just got to Google Ergo NFTs. Right. I think Sky Harbor is the first. Uh, we worked a lot on SEO, so it's the first um, link that shows up. And hopefully we'll have you know a little tutorial section that'll int- introduce new people into it easier. Uh, right now we're, we're just trying to get low-hanging fruit. So things like that would be people from Cardano who maybe want to check out Ergo NFTs because they already know how wallets work they already know ergo all that stuff so once we get those people in then we'll hopefully you know increase uh increase broadly rather yeah, than narrowly. i just uh did a random google search ergo nfts and you guys came up third and then i did ergo nfts and you guys came up second so. uh, if you look up ergo nft i think not yeah, not with the s Check Ergo that out. NFT, yeah, still second. ErgoNFTs.org ah, came up who's first. Who's number one? .org. ErgoNFTs.org came up. Uh, that's fine. They're probably that, just that, paying that's... more than you guys are for the SEO space. <laughs> no, they've been around a while. I used to use ErgoNFTs and okay. Ergo tokens. They're just like, they're tooling. Uh, it's not like you can buy or sell. It's just you view NFTs on there. Okay. Um, yeah, so that... Soon, you'll, have, you'll be number one. Uh, they're, they're, yeah, their interface isn't nearly as clean as you guys' is. So. Yeah, I mean and that's that's exactly what I was saying, man. It's it's a beautiful site, straight up. Yeah, it's really well well made. It's it's attractive. So, well, what's, appreciate what's it. That the, what's what's going on the back end with with Sky Harbor? What what do you got going on the back? All right, uh, I'll tell you that. Yeah, our back end is basically it, it's it's more complex than this, but it's a scanner that that scans the blockchain. All right, so we don't store anything, uh, any like. Any information other than, I guess, sales prices easily. Everything is on-chain. We use the blockchain as a source of truth. We get everything from the blockchain and put it into our database. There's not really anything on our site that directly affects the database or the back end. Um, it's all done on-chain. So let's say you send a transaction, you buy an NFT. We don't add that to our database until we see the transaction pop up on the blockchain and then it's in the mempool and then it's confirmed and then we put it into our database. So there's nothing like uh, we, we try to keep it legitimate for what's showing up on the screen. So um, are, are you holding yeah. the NFTs? No, it's all no, run by yeah. smart contracts. Yeah. How? Yeah. That's, all, that's, it's all that's, DeFi. That's, mm-hmm. what? We have no custody of your NFTs or the funds. So how it that's works is we... Quaka. Listen, What's up? I, I, I am now, uh, once we're done with this, I'm going to actually have to tinker with your site just because that's what fascinates me. I want to see how this works. So go continue. I'm sorry. Continue. I just want to plug that in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we have a smart contract that people, it's like a, it's like a, it's a script address. So people send uh, NFTs to it with criteria. Can you hear me, by the way? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. NFTs to it with registers and, and criteria that say the price of it, who's selling um etc you know i think i think that's basically it but it goes on the chain on the smart contract and then if people want to take it out they have to pay x amount that it says to take it out and that's where the those validators that i mentioned earlier like we're not like we build all the transactions on our website so let's say you click buy it builds a transaction and sends it out to the blockchain and then the 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 validators check the transaction and say oh okay they're sending the right amount let's output the nft to your wallet and then in output the money you sent into the seller's wallet and there's also royalties as well so if an nft 
artist or NFT collection has royalties, it also outputs X percent of those royalties to the artist as well. And also, we do take fees, a uh, 2% fee, just to maintain the site. So right. the, some does go out to that. Sure. But see, that's a lot more convenient than, like, like the way I'm, I'm comparing it only to Raveness because it was the first NFT, well, other than OpenSea, the first NFT uh, interface I'd ever seen. Um, I've received NFTs before I ever bought one. Someone just sent me one. It wasn't even an <laughs> asset. It was just, here, here's an NFT. I was like, okay, I guess that's what people do with these things. Um, but I didn't know about the idea of buying them in the early, early days. Um, and, uh, but with Ravenist, when I first bought one of my first Raven, uh, NFTs, it was, uh, Mm -hmm. you send the the coin to us or, you know, the, the owners and then we'll send you a certificate and we'll send you the NFT. And it's like, why isn't this automated? It's, <laughs> it's bullshit. No, it's not automated because they don't have smart contracts, man. Exactly. And if, I mean, it is. It, I think it's automated now, but it's still not smart contracts. It's like they have probably have a wallet that you it's send to, and it a runs a server-based transaction, not a server-based, not a chain-based yeah. transaction. Yes, exactly. So you can't guarantee anything with that. Like, um, yeah, that, it's more unless, of a, obviously. It's like a that? holding, a holding. Uh, it's a third-party holding. Uh, I can't think of the name for it now. Um, I exact it's the middleman that yeah, we're middle, trying yeah. to get rid of exactly and that's the whole point <laughs> yeah. of sky harboring being pretty much just here's a, a, a place where you can check everything out not not like the ergo nfts.org but i mean a place you can actually check them out and then go buy them <laughs> so. yeah, yeah yeah and um uh what was what was i gonna say i forgot it doesn't matter yeah <laughs> and if it's important it'll come back to you don't worry about it exactly so, in regards to your, uh, your, I guess your clients slash customers um, on the on the marketplace, uh, what what do you do to to, to I guess uh, prevent scammers and ruggers, and um, I guess uh, illegal I guess illegal posters that posting stuff that uh, is not is not content appropriate. That's that's a very good question, and it's honestly one of our our pain points. Um, that's that was that's one issue on Ergo Auction House, uh, which our competitor. Uh, it's because it's completely open to anyone, right? Mm. Anyone can post something. So what a lot of people do is they post fake versions of other NFTs, hoping that mm-hmm. somebody goes in, thinks it's cool, and buys it, mm-hmm. and it's basically worthless. So what we do on Sky Arbor is we verify. Oh, how NFTs work, by the way, on Ergo is you have a mint address. The the uh, wallet that you mint with is the mint address of that NFT, and that's how you verify that the NFT is legitimate. And it's up to the artist to tell people like, hey, if it doesn't have that mint address, then it's a fake. So what we do is we we get the artist's mint address. That's what that's actually what we store in the database ourselves. Um, we store the mint addresses under a specific collection. A collection can have multiple mint addresses. So let's say an artist has multiple wallets. They can put it all under one collection. Um, and then we just make sure that the NFTs that are being listed are coming from that uh, mint address. And if they're not... Yeah. Then if you go on our site, you can see an unverified checkbox in the marketplace page. And those are all unverified mm-hmm. listed NFTs, which aren't in our um, mint address list. Right. So right. they're they're from anyone. I mean, it could be legitimate, but you don't know. They're just not verified right now. So right. and by um, default, you guys have the, that that check where you can say, I want to see the unverified. But you warn them before you go check it out. Yeah, these ones are unverified, but everything else we do by default is verified. 
Yeah. Oh, we have to make sure people know what they're getting into because exactly. there's just so many scams with that. Mm-hmm. But yeah, if you if you see a collection you like and you think it's going to do well and it's on Sky Harbor, we we confirm the mint addresses with the artists. So cool. um, they it is legitimate. Yep. Um, but that doesn't take away from rug pools and other kinds of scams. Like, let's say a project verifies their mint address. They promise all these uh, mm-hmm. things on the roadmap. They sell out and then they disappear. Yep. That we, we have no prevention of that. Yeah. I don't think anybody does unless, yeah, I, don't, I really don't and think so anybody I does. I guess and, then the natural question from that is if somebody does get rug pulled, is there any recourse for your customers? No. No, there's not, unfortunately. But uh, we do have UTXO, EUTXO, or Ergo allows for um, eventually we want to implement refundable ah. drops. Not NFT marketplace sales, like you can refund a, a, a secondary market sale. But let's say we, we're working on a launch pad where people can make vending machine drops. So they just... Uh, People just send an, an X amount of erg, and then they get their NFT from the artists th- themselves. Wow. Eventually, we want to expand on that and allow for refundable mm-hmm. drops. So, let's say within a week, you can get your locked. Uh, the artist can't take it out until two weeks later. So, let's say a week, right. week and a half passes, and you're yep. like, "These guys fucking suck. Let me mm-hmm. take my money out." You can do that, but yep. maybe you know what what the guys can do is maybe. Uh, they can just wait an extra two weeks to to rug pull. So that's true. Yeah. <laughs> there's it's really it, it, there's really no no escape from it. Even sometimes we even have people stealing from other blockchains, which yeah. or uh, stealing art from other chains, yep. or yep. Uh, reposting their art in multiple yep. chains. And mm-hmm. we don't want that. And that's easier to find. We just reverse image search. Right. But sometimes it gets bias, and yep. and uh, we rely on the community to actually, you know, inform us about these things. Yeah. It would be nice if there were, I mean, eventually I'm sure there is, if there's one already. So I, I suggested this a while ago. Man, I got, I just got ripped, I got ripped on, uh, on Twitter for even suggesting that, but I was like, there needs to be an authentication service that will go and compare blockchains to each other to make sure that the images are not being pulled from one to the other or, or vice versa. I would love that. And, and I've, man, yeah. the people came out of the like woodwork to just note. beat me into, the, into, the, into a bloody it's pulp about it. It's <laughs> literally, it's the perfect tool. Yeah. It would solve so many problems. I can't yeah. believe people are arguing with you about it. No, I just it was, don't think... It's possible. Like, I don't think it'll happen anytime soon. No. I mean, somebody, somebody's going to... I'm just saying that there's going to be... I was hoping for a chain that could help to authenticate. So it's just like, is... Mm-hmm. You know, you can, you can hash every single every single image, right? And yeah. If you hash the it, image, then you can just match it up. Well, is it on another chain? Okay, well, if it's there, then you you know it's been stolen. And that, that right. would be a, a great thing to have as a service that for all NFT marketplaces to just... You know, even if it was just a blockchain that was just autom- automating all the uh, hashing... He's going out and pulling mm-hmm. every single image, hashing it, and then it's sticking it on the blockchain saying, look, these are authenticated. We know they're real. You don't even need a certificate anymore because you can just do this as, as, as an off-chain check. So at some right. point, I have a question for you it. then. Yeah, so I understand uh, hashes are the same for the images, but let's say somebody compresses it or changes it very slightly. How much different is the hash? Well, I mean, that's what I'm saying is, it, it could be very different, but what you need exactly. to do is, is to take the that authentication as saying this is the de facto. Of course, can someone lie? Yeah, of course I can. Um, mm-hmm. 
but their lies, d- their lies then is then uh, encrypted into the blockchain. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, you're right. I I think it's a it's a good like base tool to have, and I I really hope we get it soon. Um, but yeah, like uh, the NFTs on Ergo are hashed as well, and it does help. It does yep. help in avoiding reminting random random stuff because I work with a lot of drops as well, uh, like NFT drops. It is it um, is a weird thing. We, we've been John and I do talk about the the, pol- the politics of this and the legalities of this on a regular basis in our podcast and the regular podcasts where we're just discussing like what you know in the quote unquote real world outside of crypto you know classic art space it's kind of hard to have a non original uh, you know you you you're like the Mona Lisa it's the definitive are there lots of copies yeah of course there are do you, could you think that you're buying a copy. And think you're buying the real thing? No, because it's it's hanging in the Louvre. It's the only place it is. Um, yeah. Is there any way of faking a digital? Not really. I mean, or faking an authentic? No, it's not really any way of doing it. Um, but in that space, in the court IRL space, um, there's all these laws that yes, people skirt them all the time. Yes, people do things illegal all the time. Does that not stop people from doing Are there consequences? Yeah, there's big consequences, horrific consequences. We're watching Sam Bankman Fridge eat his consequences right now. But um, <laughs> if in the digital space, if there's no consequences, then people are just going to do what they want. And until there's some kind yeah. of recourse to it, then we're never really, I mean, even if we do have an authentication chain, it will never really make people stop. And, and I like mm-hmm. to say, this is the same, I guess the ultimate analogy is like, if someone really wants to break into your house, they really want in, they're getting in. Even if you have a guard <laughs> dog, even if you have armed guards at your at your house, they're still getting in. So Yeah. Yeah. They'll James Bond that shit. Exactly. So, yeah. question, what, what, is, what is a SIG USD? A SIG USD is the stable coin on Ergo. It's an algorithmic stable coin that's based off of like, Reserves, uh, which is SIG RSV and and etc. It, it's a lot actually, and I can't. I'm. I don't want to lie and say I know everything about it, but yeah, I think it's a pretty solid stablecoin. It's kept its value of of or its peg at a dollar throughout the whole bear market. You know, from twenty dollars down to a dollar. So it's it's worked pretty well. Yeah, actually, speaking of that, um, Erg hasn't done so well. Ergo hasn't done so well over the past year. It's not at all. I know you have a, a, a really deep passion for Ergo. Um, and and my question to you is, uh, is this going to affect you and Sky Harbor considering that Ergo is down 91%? Hey, man, if it was going to affect us, it would have affected us by now. You know, that's... By by eighty percent drawdown, we would have you know if we didn't give up. Um, I will say that I have to put a little bit less time into Sky Harbor now because <laughs> I had to get a job. But um, you know, I think I think it was a good thing because now I have money, more money to invest into Sky Harbor and you know pay those maintenance fees and those server costs right, and bro, so promote everything. Now, mm-hmm. so this is where I, I want to get to. What does Sky Harbor? 2.0 look like in the future sky harbor 2.0 yes <clears throat> yeah so i'm i really appreciate that you guys say that the website looks good but in my opinion i we we haven't had a designer at all 
I'm I'm a front-end developer and I just kind of like eyeballed the design and I made it look as nice as possible. In the future, we want to get a, a UX, UI UX designer, improve it, make it more on theme of a harbor in the sky, you know, some futuristic, some light, you know, some some clouds, shit like that. I don't know. We'll see when we get the designer. There's that and then we'll have features such as, um, like I said, refundable nfts and refundable drops uh launch pad in general so anyone can go in and, and create a drop uh we want eventually financing nfts and that's that's a big point i want to drive is that okay ergo's biggest disadvantage compared to other blockchains in nfts i don't think it's a big disadvantage in, in most things but ergo is a financial tool all right so these it has two minute block times, which in the finance world, I it's not that long. But in, in with NFTs, nobody wants to wait two minutes after purchasing or selling. So that's an issue. But I think that in the future there will there will be a lot of utility tokens on Ergo, utility NFTs that that could be I don't know could be property, could be luxury items like 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 watch NFTs that whoever owns the watch can that's theirs. Or whoever owns the NFTs, the watch is theirs or something. Stuff like that. Um, and I think, obviously, all that needs to be traded somewhere. So once those utility NFTs come out, we will definitely be talking with the those projects and, and getting those out. And we don't want us to be a marketplace website. Like, you go on the website and you purchase. We are a marketplace platform, all right? We built a, a smart contract, a, uh, a marketplace smart contract. And Ergo has this thing called a headless dApp. So what it is is these smart contracts are on the blockchain. You don't need a front end to interact with it. We have a front end. The front end builds the transactions and sends it out. But you can have your own program that builds your own transactions and sends it to the, the blockchain, to the smart contract that's decentralized. Um, but obviously, if you build the transaction wrong, it's not going to go through or it won't be validated. But... Yeah, so it's a platform. We want people to use this headless app, this smart contract that we built um, on their platforms, on their, uh, I mean, not platforms, on their UI, their front end. So right now, I think... Uh -huh. I noticed you have a GitHub down below. Uh, I didn't open it up, but there's a link there for the GitHub. Yeah, we have documentation as well on our API to receive all the NFTs that are being listed on Sky Harbor. Uh, so what you can do is you can build, let's say you, uh, you want to make a... Actually, the link goes directly to Discord. Discord? No way, wait, 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 wait. Hold on, I, I might have accidentally clicked the wrong one. I'm pretty sure the GitHub... Yeah, there it is. Yeah, I got it. I got okay, it. I yeah. apologize. Oh, that's all good. Oh, no, it goes to... Discord, you're right. Uh, oh well, no, I just I'm... clicked. I just clicked, clicked again. Oh, I'm dumb. I did the same thing as you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's funny. Yeah. So, um, yeah, we have documentation because let's say you're a new NFT project. Uh, you list, you get verified on Sky Arbor. You list, you sell your NFTs. People list them there. You can build your website and actually use our API to display all the listed NFTs there. And then right now we're working on something that you can actually implement transactions onto your site as well. Um, so people can actually buy and sell these NFTs on your site rather than on Sky Harbor. So what we can do with this is we can actually apply this to right now we're focusing on video games. So there's a lot of uh, ergo gaming projects. You saw their cyber citizens. We're talking with them a lot about this. They actually have a little mar uh, a marketplace in game called the uh, 
uh, Cyber Harbor or something. I don't know. But it's super cute. You go in there. I think they use our API. Um, and I'm helping them build transactions to interact with the smart contract. There's one. There's Blitz TCG, which is a trading card game that's being built on Ergo. I think they're multi-chain, so you'll see them around. But uh, we're talking with them to try to implement a marketplace directly into their game. And you don't see a lot of uh, a lot of video game or a lot of NFT games with a marketplace in game. So. Yeah, I mean, there's a couple, don't get me wrong, but I think if we can make it super easy to implement, it could be everywhere. Um, yeah, so I think that's that's our main goal right now, and obviously awesome. in the future, we're going to expand to other other tokens in that sense. So as you continue to expand, here's my question to you. Uh, are there any career opportunities with uh, Sky Harbor? Um, if If you are an Ergo developer, if you've if you're passionately into Ergo and I see you around a lot and I think you're sick and you're kind of funny and you don't take anything too seriously and you're a great developer, I'll be like, hey, you know what? Maybe you want to try being on Sky Harbor, but that's rare. I don't meet a lot of people like that. So our t close, tight-knit team uh, of us four, we are all very passionate about Ergo. We've done a lot of Ergo development before Sky Harbor. <clears throat> Um, and we've done a lot of other development before Sky Harbor, and we're also not assholes. So it's it's a uh, it's like a that's the concoction you have to have if you want a position there. Obviously, in the future, maybe we get funding, maybe we have more money, and we can expand. You can have an opportunity here, but the rules still apply. You can't be an asshole. <laughs> okay. Yeah, that, that's right. my answer. No, no opportunities right definitely now. Definitely a good, good, good policy to have. <laughs> no assholes on the team, man. That's. <laughs> I love that. I'm just gonna put that on my application. You're revolutionary, dude. Nobody's asshole. done that before. Exactly. <laughs> All right. Uh, so you're very, you're very passionate, obviously, about uh, Ergo and, and Sky Harbor. It's, it's like it's, it sounds like it's, it's your baby, man. That's great. Yeah. You know, uh, what, what advice would you give someone that uh, wants, wants to do something that you're doing, like Sky Harbor? That's a great question. Um, if you're listening and you want to get into Ergo, you don't even have to be a developer. If you are a marketer, uh, if you're w good with design, if you're a writer, if you're all of if, a content creator, probably a lot of other stuff, you can contribute to Ergo. You can actually, uh, you know, help a lot there. If you go onto the Ergo Discord and ask around, you can ask me, like, tell me your, uh, like, I'm on Discord, I'm on the internet, I'm on Twitter. Just message me, you know, I'm not, I'm not scary to talk to. Uh, I can help you out with that. But if you're a developer and you want to get into Ergo, uh, there's a hackathon going right now, actually, uh, Ergo Hack, and that's a great way to get in. That's when you go in, you ask as many questions as possible because there's mentors around, and you just try to build whatever. It doesn't have to be complex. It doesn't have to be hard. Ergo's young. There's a lot of tooling that still needs to be built. There's a lot of dApps that still need to be built that could be simple. Um... We just now got a, a, a P2P lending net, uh, website called Sigmify where you can ask for a loan and somebody else can, can give that loan. I mean, I don't know how difficult it is. Uh, it's, it sounds hard, but it's relatively simple. Like these simple ideas still need to be built on Ergo. So yeah, just come in and, and start asking questions and looking around. Fortunately, there's a decent bit of documentation. And, and if, you, if you're a developer, 
it's it's honestly uh, that's another thing that hooked me on to ergo is i'm a dev i go into the ergo dev chat on discord and i talk with the founder kushti which is alex chapurnoy himself like i ask him questions and he answers you know pretty fast he actually audited our smart contracts on sky harbor so awesome. yeah so it's it's insane the uh, the dev support we get here it's great man all right so at this point in your life today is uh, february 9th 2023 you've already gone through a lot of experiences building this just learning testing it you know what what What's one thing you wish you had known before you began building this? Dang. Oh, man. That's a hard question. What, what do I wish I knew? I wish... Care for a lifeline. No, I'll, yeah, <laughs> give me a lifeline, bro. Give me an example of what other people have said. Uh, so, well, how about this? Um, do you have mentors in, in the space that, that taught you a lot and that you've, you learned from uh, and that got to this point now? Oh, okay, yeah, 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 I gotcha. Don't overthink anything. Don't overthink it. If you want to build something, just dive in. Because I remember when I first got into Ergo, I, I spent, yeah, I spent like months, like probably not even months, like a year in the space, reading, learning, meeting people. It was great. Don't get me wrong. But I was like, I kept thinking like, I can't, I can't do this. I can't do this. And then eventually I just, I, I got into it. I learned more. I, I made some small things. I, I actually... I'm one of the founders of Ergosaurs, which is an NFT project on, on Ergo. Um, and I added an auction house onto our website. It's just a fork of the Ergo auction house, but like better UI. And it filters out all the, the fake Ergosaurs and other projects. So doing that, I learned a lot. And then after that, I was just like, this is a lot easier than I expected. And that's when I, I dove in and actually started building all these, uh, or not building, but, you know, setting up sky harbor and finding co-founders and, and designing and architecting and all that so yeah just just don't don't hesitate too much hesitate. right don't go. hesitate there you go good, man. i love that all right so crypto quaka i've asked you a lot of questions to this point but i don't have all the questions so i want to know if you were able to step into my shoes as the host what question would you ask yourself that i did not at this point um did i miss anything did you miss anything you you asked some really good questions and i i also I went that. off yeah uh so i guess the question is what are you drinking what am i what what am i drinking i'm drinking a stella right now that's that, but that you know i'm a blue moon guy i'm a blue moon guy all right um, all right <laughs> I wish I had a good answer for that, but yeah. So, yeah, I'm I'm a beer guy. That's 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 the question I would ask. Yep. All how right. did no no no? You should <laughs> ask me how to pronounce crypto quaka quaka because I don't okay. even fucking know. I don't I don't care. I'm I, not. I've, 
I've seen yeah. other people, uh, other people on YouTube. You've been on other podcasts, and people ask you the same thing: How do you pronounce it? How do you <laughs> say it? You know, <laughs> I'm not even Australian. Like it's an Australian animal. I just think they're cute. Um, I call them quokkas. People say quokka. Um, I think I've heard Australians say quokka, so that that's the one I'll right, go so by. He, yeah. So here, here's that's a good question. Why? Why is it quokka? Why? Why did you choose crypto quokka? Oh, actually, that is a good question. Because <laughs> I was, I actually wanted to build a crypto uh, identity. This was right before I got into Cardano and Ergo. I I just made an account. I thought crypto something. I saw a crypto dog or whatever, and I was like, it, it can be an animal. Crypto something. And then I I just remembered Quokka because I had a friend tell me about them a while ago. They're really cute and they have no natural predators. So they just walk up to you and say, you know, they're not scared at all and they're cute as hell. And I was like, that works. It's alliteration, crypto quokka. It's got the k sound. No fear. And no fear. I slapped a pair of shades on that bitch and I added a chain. <laughs> and yeah, all now right. I'm here. <laughs> all right. So with that That's said, it. crypto quokka, where can our listeners connect with you online? Yeah, so I am on Twitter, crypto underscore quokka, Q-U-O-K-K-A. And uh, yeah, you can basically find everything from there. You can find Sky Harbor from there or just go to skyharbor underscore IO. Um, yeah, that's it. <laughs> right, <laughs> you can buddy. find me on Twitter. All right. It was great talking to you, man. Good luck. Yeah, you too. Great, man. I love this project. I want to talk to you afterwards. So, so hang out for a bit, all right? For sure. Appreciate right, the call. Ready to wrap it up? Yes. Thank you all for listening in on the show for this guest interview of Crypto Quaka. You guys can check us out. When you want to see more information, we do have our um, Patreon where we'll be showing you additional information. But uh, you can always check out our coin tree, C3 Media coin tree. <clears throat> you can donate and you can check out the rest of our media. With that said, Check, make sure to check out the next two interviews we have coming up in the near future, the next Thursday and the following Thursday after that. We have two more guest interviews that are going to be happening. Make sure to check those out. Join us live on Twitch. At the end of every show, we always say, Stack Sats, Stack sats and, hodl. and Hodl. Adios. Adios.